Please turn to Psalm 97. Psalm 97. We don't know who the psalmist is in Psalm 97, but we certainly know who the author is. This psalm is one of the psalms that begin with these three words, The Lord reigneth. And of course, this theme is throughout the Bible, from cover to cover. This is a psalm of rejoicing, rejoicing in the reign of our God, Jehovah. The word rejoice is found in verses 1, 8, and 12. This is a psalm of rejoicing. Here's a brief outline of the psalm. Verses 1 through 9, the Lord reigns and rejoices in his great works, and so should we. And verses 10 through 12, exhortations and blessings for the righteous. I hope you can take from this psalm the first three words, the Lord reigneth, for there is much comfort to be found in these words. The Lord wrote this psalm to tell you how great he is and all the great things he has done and that you should rejoice in him because of his great works. Amen. I'm going to read the psalm for you. Follow along, please. Psalm 97. The Lord reigneth. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of isles be glad thereof. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his throne. A fire goeth before him and burneth up his enemies round about. His lightnings enlightened the world. The earth saw and trembled. The hills melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens declare his righteousness, and all the people see his glory. Confounded be all they that serve graven images, that boast themselves of idols. Worship him, all ye gods. Zion heard and was glad, and the daughters of Judah rejoiced because of thy judgments, O Lord. For thou, Lord, art high above all the earth. Thou art exalted far above all gods. Ye that love the Lord hate evil. He preserveth the souls of his saints. He delivereth them out of the hand of the wicked. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Verse 1, the Lord reigneth. These three words are three of the most powerful, glorious, and comforting words in the whole of the Bible. The Lord reigneth. This is the God of the Bible. The Lord God Jehovah, the I am that I am. The self-existent, independent God. Make no mistake about it, there's no other gods that can fill this bill. There's no other gods that reign like he does. The gods of this world are no gods at all. They are but figments of men's depraved hallucinations. But what do we mean when we say the Lord reigneth? Jehovah reigns with power, authority, and dominion. He has absolute power, complete authority, and total dominion over everyone 
and everything in the universe. He is the greatest king the world has ever seen. He does exactly what he wants, and no one ever questions him or opposes him. He is never surprised, and he never makes mistakes. He is the omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent God. He is immortal, eternal, and unchanging. He is the Jehovah of the Bible. He reigns in time, and he reigns in eternity. He reigns in this world and in the world to come. He reigns over the highest heaven and the lowest hell. He reigns over the devil and the powers of darkness as completely as he reigns over the holy angels. Yea, indeed, Jehovah reigns. Verse 1b, let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of the isles be glad thereof. Wherever the people of God are, close by or far off across the sea, let them rejoice that the Lord God Jehovah reigns. He wants you to rejoice that he reigns. Mm -hmm. Listen to him. He wants you to rejoice. This should give us great comfort. There is every reason that the people of God should rejoice that he reigns. Let us rejoice. He glories in himself, Jehovah does, and so should we. Let the earth rejoice. If you are cast down or discouraged this morning, take your eyes off your difficulties and problems and rejoice that Jehovah reigns. How can we be discouraged if we are rejoicing that he reigns? He is in total control of every difficulty and problem in your life. If you love this God with all your heart, then every circumstance in your life will work out for your good. Rejoice, Jehovah reigns. Verse 2, clouds and darkness are round about him. Now this might seem like a strange statement. Clouds and darkness are round about him. As he revealed himself at Mount Sinai, so he must surround himself with clouds and darkness when he shows himself to the sons of men or his excessive glory would destroy them. As the Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy, Jehovah dwelleth in a light which no man can approach unto, Mm -hmm. whom no man can see or hath seen, to whom be honor and power everlasting. Amen. The great Jehovah must veil his infinite splendor with clouds and darkness if anything is to be seen by us finite beings. Even Moses had to put a veil upon his face after coming down from Mount Sinai because the glory of the Lord shone so brilliantly from his own face. The sinless seraphim themselves must cover their eyes and faces in the presence of the overwhelming glories of Jehovah. The brilliant light of Jehovah may not always be seen by us in the midst of the clouds, that we can be sure that he is still there and that we will be in his presence one day. Verse 2b, righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his throne. Indeed, there he abides forever. The Lord Jehovah reigns in righteousness. We may not be able to explain or describe the glorious Jehovah, but we do know that his unchanging attributes are righteousness and justice. Mm -hmm. 
Though we cannot see or understand what he does in all cases, yet we can be sure that he will do no wrong. Is not this enough for us to rejoice in him? Absolute power is perfectly safe in the hands of him who cannot act unrighteously. Verse 3. A fire goeth before him and burneth up his enemies round about. Jehovah reigns victoriously over his enemies. A statement such as this about burning up your enemies may not be politically correct today or preached from most pulpits across this land. But this is the God of the Bible. This is the Lord God Jehovah. As described in the Old Testament and New Testament, our God is a consuming fire. He reigns in wrath and judgment over his enemies. Jehovah's long-suffering, indeed. But when he comes forth to judgment, he shall make short work of the unrighteous. They will be chaff before his flames. In the rebellion of Korah, while Korah, Dathan, and Abiram were swallowed up alive by the earth, the Bible tells us that a fire came out from the Lord and consumed the 250 men that offered incense. Praise be to the Lord God, Jehovah. Consistent with this verse, our God has prepared the lake of fire for the devil and his angels and all the wicked, where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. The Lord God, Jehovah, reigns. Verse 4, his lightnings enlightened the world. The earth saw and trembled. The Lord Jehovah likes to brag about his lightning. In Job 38, he asked Job, Canst thou send lightning that may go and say unto thee, Here we are? Of course, Job couldn't do this or any of the other many things the Lord asked of him in chapters 38 to 41 of the book of Job. Lightning is a spectacular natural phenomenon that our God Jehovah creates in this world. Do his lightnings really enlighten the world? I don't see him that often. But yes, they surely do enlighten the world. It is estimated that about 100 bolts of lightning strike the Earth's surface every second of every day, or approximately 3 billion strikes per year. And each of these bolts can contain up to 1 billion volts of electricity. That's a lot. I don't want to get hit by one of those. That is why lightning is so dangerous. About 2,000 people are killed by lightning worldwide each year, and most of the people that are, that are hit aren't killed. But 2,000 are killed every year by lightning. It's a powerful thing. A bolt of lightning can reach temperatures of more than 50,000 degrees Fahrenheit, more than five times the surface temperature of the sun. Do scientists fully understand lightning? No, they don't. Lightning's relative unpredictability limits a complete explanation of how or why it occurs. Mm -hmm. Even after hundreds of years of scientific investigation, the Lord Jehovah reigns. Do Do you ever see lightning, hear thunder, and tremble? Of course you do. You are fulfilling this verse, Psalm 97, 4. The earth saw and trembled. Verse 5, the hills melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. 
at Mount Sinai, when the Lord came down in the sight of Israel and Moses, the Bible tells us the mountain burned with fire under the mist of heaven and quaked greatly. The presence of Jehovah is overwhelmingly terrible. We cannot even comprehend such a God as this. We cannot move the hills. Right. With great difficulty, do we even climb them? And with incredible effort, do we drill or tunnel through them? But not so with our great God. Amen. By his presence alone, the hills melt. Right. He does not have to exert himself or Amen. even put forth his hand. But by his mere presence, the hills melt. For power goes forth from him by a word or even a glance. Right. Such is the power of our God, Jehovah. And there is coming a day in which our God shall visit this earth again. And the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. And he will usher in a new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Verse 6, the heavens declare his righteousness, and all the people see his glory. The Lord Jehovah made the heavens to declare his righteousness and glory, and he holds all men accountable to yes. give him that glory yes. and honor for what he has made. Right. Have you stopped to consider and marvel at what our God has made? Right. Consider for a minute the glories of our son. Psalm 19 teaches us that God made the heavens to be a tabernacle for the son which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of heaven and his circuit unto the ends of it, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. Our God rejoices in the sun he yes. created yes. to give us heat, light, and energy. Think for just a minute about the incredible power it took to create our sun. The sun contains 99.8% of all the mass of our solar system. That's just about everything in our solar system. The sun is so large that you could fit about 1.3 million Earths inside the sun. The surface area of the sun is about 12,000 times that of the Earth. And even though the sun is some 93 million miles from the Earth, the rays of light from the sun can burn the skin off your face in just a matter of hours. Right. It is estimated that the sun reaches temperatures on the surface of about 10,000 degrees Fahrenheit, with the core being much many times hotter. Scientists estimate that you would have to detonate, that you would have to detonate 100 billion tons of TNT every second to match the energy produced by the sun. Let me read that one more time. You would have to detonate 100 billion tons of TNT every second to match the energy produced by the sun. And for all this, the sun is but an average star among the trillions of stars of our universe. Right. The biggest stars are a thousand times bigger than our sun. Wow, Jehovah reigns. Amen. Verse 7, confounded, confounded be all yes. they that serve graven yes, images, right. that boast themselves of idols, 
Worship him, all ye gods. The word confounded in this context means to cast down and to put to shame. How can men worship graven images which cannot do anything when the Lord Jehovah created the heavens and the earth? May they be cast down and put to shame. And of course we know that they shall be. It shall be so. Worship him, all ye gods. The kings and rulers of this world should have the common sense to realize that they, there is a lie in their right hand when they worship idols. But of course, they don't have common sense. They have depraved sense. They reject the God of the Bible. The Lord God holds them accountable when they do not see him in the creation of the universe. Verse 8, Zion heard and was glad. And the daughters of Judah rejoiced because of thy judgments, O Lord. While the men of this world worship their stupid idols, the people of God rejoice in the great works of Jehovah. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 145, I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works, and men shall speak of the might of thy terrible acts, and I will declare thy greatness. Do you rejoice in the great judgments of our God? Rejoice in him. The Lord God reigneth. Verse 9, For thou, Lord, art high above all the earth. Thou art exalted far above all gods. Our God is so high that as Psalm 113 teaches us, he must humble himself to even behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth. Exclamation mark. But he is not just high, he is the most high, as Psalm 83 states so well. That men may know that thou whose name alone is Jehovah art the most high over all the earth. The Lord says, the heavens are my throne, and the earth is my footstool. If the earth is his footstool, then he indeed is high above all the earth. And inasmuch as our Lord Jesus Christ is Jehovah in the flesh, we can know that he has been exalted not only far above the earth, but far above all the hosts of heaven, as Ephesians chapter 1 tells us. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. It doesn't matter what you want to call gods, whether they be the kings of this world or the hosts of heaven. Our God, Jehovah, is exalted far above them in every way. Verse 10a, ye that love the Lord hate evil. Mm. Our God, Jehovah, hates evil. He hates sin. Do we hate sin? We cannot love God without hating that which he hates. We may respond that we hate most sins, but I'm asking you, Do we hate the sins that so easily beset us this morning? Do we hate the sins to which we are most prone? Lord, help us. We are not only to avoid evil, to not countenance, to flee from it, but we are to bear toward it a holy hatred like our Father in heaven has. Ye that love the Lord hate evil. 10b, he preserveth the souls of his saints. He delivereth them out of the hand of the wicked. In this world, the righteous may be given in the hands of the wicked from time to time to suffer the fires of persecution, yea, even unto death, but only in this world. 
He shall preserve his saints, body, soul, and spirit unto his eternal kingdom by his might and power. Not one of them shall ever be lost. Verse 11, light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Light is sown for the righteous. In Bible days, fields, fields were not sown by tractors and machinery, but by men reaching into a bag and sowing their seed across the field. They just threw it out there, sometimes generously, in a manner that some fell on the wayside, some among thorns, and some in the stony places, as the parable of the sower tells us, generously distributing it, just throwing it out there. In like manner, the Lord Jehovah showers his people with guidance and understanding, with joy and gladness. He's not stingy. He just generously throws out these good things for the righteous. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Praise be to his name. Verse 12a, rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous. A summary of the chapter, rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous. Considering the great works of our God and what he has done for us in particular, we should be able to rejoice in him. If all others forget to praise the Lord, the people of God must not forget. We cannot stop praising him. Let us do that and bless his name, for he is good to us. And give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. Holiness speaks of that sinless, perfect character of our God. Every promise that he has ever made to his people, he is sure to keep. And so we should be thankful for him and his perfect holiness. In conclusion, be reminded of the three words that begin this psalm. The Lord reigneth. These words should comfort and encourage us through every difficulty that we may face in this world. Jehovah reigns. He has all power and authority in heaven and earth, and he is in total control of every aspect of our lives this day. Don't be discouraged. Rejoice. The Lord reigneth.